and then we'll minister with people. This is so wonderful, this is so holy, this is so precious. Please understand, we love the Holy Spirit and His working in this house. It's a time to shout and there's a time to pray loud in the Spirit and I will always allow it. Then there's a time to wait and to be quiet or to worship Him. That's a great teaching for another day. He's like a dove. He's not a dove. He's like a dove. Be sensitive to Him. When it's softly time to worship Him, be gentle. It's like a dove that comes and sits on your shoulder. Just get the picture. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. You don't want to chase him away. Allow me to speak a couple of minutes. I feel I must be short and then we'll minister on this prophetic word that I've called a God who restores. I want you to understand that when something is restored, it is always better than it was right in the beginning. I believe God has spoken to me and He gave me this prophetic word. And He says, I am a God who restores. He loves to restore the broken hearted. Can you say Amen. He loves to restore the sick body. He loves to heal people. And he wants to restore the broken hearted this morning. He wants to restore the sick bodies. He wants to restore people's spiritual lives. He wants to restore families. Hear the word of the Lord through me. He wants to restore marriages. He wants to restore your finances. Thank you Holy Spirit for helping me now. A God who restores. He loves to restore. The devil loves to steal, kill and destroy. He loves to break. He loves to hurt people. He loves to kill people. He hates people. But Jesus said, I came so that you can have life and have it in abundance. I want you to get this. We serve a God who restores. There's such a wonderful anointing on me now. And especially during these difficult times in this COVID time, He wants to restore your life. Come on. He wants to restore your whole life of the spirit, soul and body. And that's what he does. He's in the restoration business. He's in the healing business. He does the impossible. There's nothing impossible with him. And the Lord says, I am your God. The God who restores. 
He says, I would love to heal what is broken in your life. Isn't that beautiful? The Bible says he's close to the broken heart. One of the functions of the Holy Spirit is he's a comforter. He comforts those who are broken heart. He wants to comfort you going through a tough time at the moment. He wants to heal your wounds. He wants to heal you of sickness and disease. He wants to restore your financial situation. Many people have lost their jobs. Many people have lost businesses. Many people have lost their salaries. God says, I am the God who restores. A God who restores. I want you to get this. He wants to restore your kids. Your grandchildren. Those who don't serve the Lord. Can I get an amen? Yeah. He wants to bring restoration in your family. It's God's will that your whole family will serve the Lord. It's God's will for your family to be healthy. In short. The Lord spoke to his people in the book of Joel. And I want you to go home later and read the whole book. There are three chapters. It's a great prophetic word. And he started off by telling them. You have to repent. It's a time to repent. Listen. This is God speaking to his people. Like he's speaking through me to his people right now. He says I want you to repent. And I want you to take responsibility for your life. Let me tell you something. One of the problems in many Christians' lives is the fact that they don't want to take responsibility. They think things are going to fall out of the sky. It's not, it's not how it works. You have a responsibility to obey His word if you want His word to become true in your life. You cannot expect a miracle or something that God has promised you if you don't obey Him. And He says, I want you to repent. I want you to turn back to Me. I want you to take responsibility. See? Sometimes when we experience pressure or difficulties in our lives, you know what we do? We're running to God. Come on, we start praying like never before. So it's good to have pressure at times. I tell you why, because you will pray like never before. And now the people of God in this wonderful prophetic book of Joel also went through a tough time and they've, they've been through many difficult times throughout the Old Testament. And as they seek the Lord, as they wait on the Lord, then God will always raise up a prophet to speak to His people. Always. When you really seek the face of God, when you really make time to wait on Him, God will speak to you. Now thank God for the Holy Spirit who lives in all of us. In the Old Testament, uh, 
The people of God had great experiences with the glory of God, but the Holy Spirit uh, didn't live in them like we experience in the New Testament. So the Holy Spirit came in the book of Acts. And now every believer, think about this, can enjoy the indwelling Holy Spirit within our lives. And He wants to speak to you and you can enjoy His glory like we are doing right now, but every day. And so the Lord raised up this prophet Joel. And then the word of the Lord came to them in the book of Joel. And I'm only going to read two verses, Joel 2.25. This is very wonderful and profound. He says, so I will restore. Say with me, restore. Say it again. Restore. A God who restores. Think about all those things in your life, you know, that is broken at the moment. He says, I want to restore it. Hmm? This is amazing. He wants to restore you of all that hurt and pain and bitterness and unforgiveness. Come on, and sickness and poverty. Can you say amen? A God who restores. Now he says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. I mean, the locust is the enemy, right? I mean, these guys were farmers. So they had to deal, I mean, with with this, with the locusts. Interesting enough, the Lord speaks in Malachi and He says, if you bring the Lord's tithe, when you obey Me in that, I will deal with the locusts. And now He says, I will restore to you the years that the swimming locust has eaten, the crawling locust." The consuming locust and the chewing locust. <laughs> Did you know? I mean, four types of locusts. Yeah. My great army which I send among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. You shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God. And there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. I really believe that the Lord has a wonderful prophetic word by telling you, I want to restore your life. Think about this difficult COVID time. Many people have experienced losses. God says, I want to restore your life, your spiritual life, your physical body. Come on. He wants to heal you inside. He wants to heal people's hearts. He wants to restore all your losses. Some of you must shout now. Now is the time to shout. He wants to restore everything that you have lost. And where the devil has stolen from you, it is payback time. He must pay back according to the word of God. Let me encourage you to continue sowing. Don't shout only on the blessing, but you don't want to take responsibility. Come on, tell your neighbor, keep on sowing. Come on, sowing. You need to put 
Seed in the ground if you want to see a harvest. And then when God bless you with a harvest and He bless you with money, and that's a teaching for another day, then you need to learn how to be a good steward and you also need to learn how to save money. That's a teaching for another day. Did you know that the Jew will give 10% to God? Check this out. And then he will give 10% to himself. Sowing, saving. Why do I say this? Because it's relevant. Many people experience losses. And they don't know how to work with money. And the devil steals. Listen to his voice through me. God says, I want to restore. But you see, you also need to learn how to work with God, with that, you know, what God is blessing you with. And people will know and people will see that I am in your midst. Your neighbors must see that you are a child of God. Come on. Your family must see that God has been good to you. Come on. Your family must experience the favor of God upon your life. Can I be honest? It's not God's will for His people to be poor and sick. And many people think that's the way it must be. No. A thousand times no. The gospel is good news. And not only for salvation. Yes, for salvation. But also for this very life. Why? They will see and you will see that I am in your midst. I want to restore your life so that all your friends and family, so that the world can see that God is with His people. He is with word and spirit. He is in our midst. Let's be honest now. Many people say I'm a Christian, but they're not blessed. And then pastors get criticized because they preach prosperity. Maybe you need prosperity. If you criticize that, let me be honest to you. You need to be, to prosper as well. How many of you want your children to prosper, to be blessed? Come on, to be healthy. Just a few weeks ago, I had a great teaching on prosperity at our miracle meetings in the evenings. Go and get it. Prosperity is not only money. Money is part of prosperity. What does it help you have money but you're sick and your marriage doesn't work? Come on, and your kids don't serve God and there's no joy in your life and no peace. Come on, prosperity is way more than just money. But money is part of it. Don't talk against money. I will restore your losses. How many of you can trust God with me that God will restore our losses this, this morning? How many of you can trust with me that we will see sevenfold returns in Jesus' name? Come on! I will restore your losses! When you return to me, when you take responsibility, check the book of Joel. God speaks. I will bless you. I will restore. I will heal. 
And everyone, including yourself, will see that I am with you. May your family be astonished of how God starts blessing you. Please be warned. Hello? Please be warned. When God starts blessing you, you will get all kinds of people all of a sudden who don't like you. Maybe some of you don't understand what I'm talking about. All of a sudden you will get people who are jealous of you. Even the brothers of Joseph. When he told them about the dreams. And how God is going to bless him. Even his own brothers. Think about this now. His blood brothers. Wanted to kill him. They became jealous of him. A God who restores. I want you to know that he loves you so much. That he gave Jesus to us. And in Jesus. In Christ. There is restoration. By the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatever we need this morning. Is in Christ. The Bible says. He is our hope. The hope of glory. Say with me. I serve a God. Who restores. You know it's like a little boy. I said it in the first meeting as well. It's like when Jonathan was small and and he was playing with something and then the thing thing you know got out of his hands and it broke and then he picked it up, bring it to me and say, Fix it, Daddy. Daddy can fix it. I want you to know you have a heavenly father who can fix anything. Come on, there's nothing too hard for God. You say, Pastor, you don't know my past. Well, I know what the Bible says about your future. <laughs> Forget about your past. Come on, there's power in the blood of Jesus. And His blood can wash away any form of sin. What about your future? Stop talking about your past. Oh, people like to talk about their past. Pastor, you don't know me. And they always feel inferior. That's the devil. What about talking about the God who restores the future? Come on, about good things. About the good plans that God has for us. What about South Africa? Man, there's enough bad news. I don't have to inform you about the bad news in this nation. I don't have to tell you about the government. You can just put on the news. But rather not. Switch it off rather. But let's talk about the God who restores. Listen to his voice this morning. He says, I can and I want to restore this beautiful nation. Come on. He loves South Africa. Think about the church. This morning as I came to church, when I, when I, when I was passing churches, I was praying for every single church and pastor and minister and said, God, have mercy. Restore, Lord, restore your church. Bring revival in the church. May people start running back to the church. May the church open up. Can you say amen? Dear Lord, we need restoration. I want you to turn back to me. I want you to repent. Listen. And then I will restore to you when you do it, when you take your responsibility by acknowledging me as your source. Come on, as your God. Then I will restore to you whatever you have lost. 
And many people have lost many things, not only money, finances, health, relationships, dignity. Many people have lost hope. And the Lord says, I want to restore hope in your life. There's many people, they feel hopeless. They want to take their own lives. Please don't do that. I'm bringing you hope this morning. We serve a God who restores. And He can, and he can restore anything that is broken in your life. Come on. That relationship with your daughter, with your son, with, with your children, with your grandchildren, whatever the case might be, with your neighbors, with your family, brothers and sisters in the church. Say with me, restoration. Say with me, I serve a God. Who restores. Do you take this word? The word is out. He says I want to restore health to you. I want to restore your finances. But take responsibility. Don't shout about the open windows in heavens. If you don't obey the word. When you obey the word. Then you can shout and say praise God. I take all these promises. Let me read something for you here. You can put it on the board. When something is restored, it is always better than it was to begin with. God's promise to us is a better way, a better life, a better future for ourselves and our loved ones. You can, you can copy it if you want to. Put it on your phone. God will take that which is broken and put it together again and make it better than what it was before. The God who restores. Jeremiah thirty seventeen says, But I will restore to you health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast. Think about this now. This is God's people in the Old Testament, God's son, God's child, Israel. God's people being called an outcast by the enemies. Think about today. How relevant this is. How the world, how the enemies of God are calling the church. Speaking against the church. Let me prophesy. God says I will restore churches. Come on. Assemblies. The people of God. And the world. Come on. The nations will say. God is in your midst. God is with you. Amen. This is the promise to his people. This is the same God who restores. Come on, this is the same promise for all of us. I will restore your health and I will heal your wounds. I'm closing. Isaiah 61, 7 says, Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion. And instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in your land. And let me tell you now. He was speaking here to the people of God in Israel. In other words, I will bless you in your own land. In spite of what the enemy is saying against you and against your land. Because Israel had a lot of enemies. Let me tell you, God can bless us right here in South Africa. Can you say amen? Can you comment amen? Can you say praise the Lord? Can you say restore? You say it is impossible. Oh, I tell you what, God specializes in the impossible. God can restore this nation. And, and, and you will agree with me, only He can do it. 
But he can. And he can bless us right here. For those people who are saying all kinds of things, all kind of things about our nation. May you see that the Lord is with us. He's in our midst. And he says, you will eat and you will be satisfied. Come on. I will bless you abundantly. I will restore to you what the devil has stolen in your life. Spirit, soul, body, finances. Those of you who have lost your job, God can give you a better job. Those of you who are looking for a job, let me prophesy, but you must take it by faith. God can give you a great job in this nation. You say, are you aware of what's happening in the nation? Yes, like you, I am a South African as well. A white one. Some of you are brown, some of you are black, some of you are yellow. Some of us are actually pink, not really white. It's not about the color, he loves us all. Fact of the matter is, we are all in South Africa. Yes, so I'm aware of what's going on. And I'm telling you by the anointing and by this word that God can do the same thing for us. Just like he blessed Israel. Are you excited about this word? God can change your circumstances and your own family will say, My word, it's only God that did that. It's only God. I can see the hand of God is on his life. I can see God is with them. May everybody in Pretoria North see, everybody in Pretoria, that God is with word and spirit, that the Lord's hand is upon this ministry. Double for your trouble. You say you feel hurt. You say you, you had a lot of pain. Well, get rid of it by this word. How? The word wash your mind right now as I'm speaking. Allow the word to wash your mind and say, Lord, I repent of unforgiveness. I repent of bitterness. Take it out. And then you forgive those who have hurt you. And then you allow him to bless you because you can't get double for your trouble if you don't allow the trouble to go. So many people have trouble in them. And then they say, Lord, I want double for my trouble. I want blessing. But you don't allow the trouble, the bitterness, the pain, the offense, the unforgiveness to go. And you want your marriage to work, but you don't forgive. You will wait a long time. Take your responsibility. You will understand Joel like never before. Repent. Turn around. Come back to me. Take your responsibility. And there's many other things in Joel. But I'm just summing it up. And then. He's giving a promise. He's raising up the army. In Joel. I'm raising up the army. I said in the first meeting, imagine we still have to write the Bible. Then it was like we were reading out of Henry this morning. It's just a revelation. Imagine we're still writing the Bible. And I have some scholars here and they write the Bible. You understand what I'm saying? And, and 
write about God's men and his anointed ones and what he's doing, just like in the times of Israel, just like the book of Job. And then later, you and your kids and your family and friends read out of the book of Henry. Come on. Now this morning, the book of Acts will continue. There's no amen at the end of Acts. So we're still writing the book of Acts. So your life is like a story. And God is the author. He's the writer. Some of you, you feel like a comedy, I know. Some of you, you feel like a horror movie. (laughs) Some of you feel like a drama. (laughs) Or a soapy. But God is busy writing your life. Are you allowing him to write your life? Like the book of Henry? Come on, you will enjoy that book, right? Think about this. Repent, responsibility, and then the promise. And now we can take the promise and say, Lord, we are, we are ready for restoration. You are a God who restores. God can give you a husband. I'm speaking into ladies' lives, many of them sitting here. Don't sleep around, then you'll never get that husband. Mm-hmm. Now I'm preaching. You pray, Lord, bless me, bless me, bless me with a husband or a wife, but you sleep around. You will walk around the mountain for 40 years. God will never bless anything outside of His Word. Now, when you care about your flock, you will speak like this. You will warn, because I love my people. You can't say, restore my life if you live in sin. That's why, once again, I want to land. He started off by saying what? We didn't read it. You can go and read it. Repent. Turn around. Always. You will always do that. When you go through pressure, when you go through a hard time, and then you start going to the Lord, and you start praying and calling on His name, this was the case with Israel throughout the Old Testament. And then God sends a prophet and he speaks. This morning he speaks to you again. He will only bless his word. A God who restores. Are you happy about this word? Are you excited about this word? Let's all stand. Father, we thank you for the word of God. We thank you that you are a God who restores. We thank you that you are still in the restoration business. And we thank you that you want to restore the lives of many people, our spiritual lives, our bodies, our finances, our marriages, our families, our businesses, our workplaces. Lord, I thank you that you really care about us and that you will always speak to us the truth. I thank you for this word of truth this morning. I thank you, Lord, for setting the captives free. Thank you for restoration. 
I bless all our people and friends. I pray for healing and for deliverance. Yes, I pray, Lord, that that all the losses will be restored in the name of Jesus. That we will receive double for our trouble in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that. And can you say amen and amen? Let's clap for Jesus. Come on, give him praise.